Welcome to Next Gen Video Game Theory by Nick Awesome. As always, guys, please make sure you click subscribe for more theories about video games and the future of it. Let's get started. Everyone, it's Nick. Make sure you check out that YouTube channel. Go over to the YouTube channel, Next Gen Video Game Theory, and hit that subscribe button. You can also connect on social media, but mainly go to that YouTube channel and check it out. I post a video like every single day. Hello, gamers. Let's talk about Microsoft buying Activision Blizzard. This is huge news for gamers, as there are a couple points here. I want to get across and what this actually means in regards to gaming. So first off, I think the first thing that we're going to see is free games for those who have Xbox Game Pass immediately. We are talking Call of Duty games rolling over to Xbox Game Pass. A lot of these have been limitedly available for a lot of people. So this is huge news for Call of Duty fans as a lot of games will roll on for free on Xbox Game Pass most likely. And in the end, this just means more games for more fans of Call of Duty and other franchises that Activision owns. Plus, we're most likely going to get a lot of new IPs or new games when it comes to this transaction. So, this is a huge deal because Microsoft has been buying up game companies. They bought up Bethesda earlier, and now they're buying up Activision Blizzard, which we all know has had a cultural issue with their company and some acquisitions or acquisitions that have come across towards their company that have been a major part of what has driven to this deal happening for Microsoft being able to buy Blizzard. So it was a cultural issue at Blizzard, and I think finally management at Blizzard's like, well, you know what, Microsoft can buy us and we can still kind of salvage this situation, and I think that's exactly what has happened here. Next. Call of Duty will be even more free-to-play for many users, but it'll expand into the new games, such as that those games coming on Xbox Game Pass that they were going to be able to pick up, plus probably even more games uh, than what they've been able to produce in the past. What do I mean by that? You're looking at more type of Call of Duties that we've always wanted, because Microsoft's really going to want this to be a success. They're going to get a return on their investment. And they have over $80 billion that they need to get back for the return on their investment. So that's really going to put a plot in Microsoft to make this want to be successful. And the other risk here is a platform-specific tie-down. I would expect it to be PC only and Xbox only. And this allows just for the system wars with PlayStation and Nintendo for Microsoft to just lock those down with the Activision buyout and allowing Microsoft to then have a huge competitive advantage with Xbox Game Pass and the other things that are going on. So I do think this is a very good buy by Microsoft. Some people may think Microsoft is becoming a monopoly, but they've kind of always been a monopoly in a way. But from a gaming perspective, I think Microsoft is making the right business decisions to really be able to be successful in the gaming space. If you add up this Activision transaction with the Bethesda transaction, the Xbox Game Pass, they have a trifecta going on that's going to really lead them into great success in the coming years. And in the end, this just means more games for fans and a really good business model that allows people to have Xbox Game Pass. One of the comments I keep seeing is, I wish Xbox Game Pass there was there when I was younger when games were $60 a pop. And Xbox Game Pass looks even better now, now that games are $70 a pop when it comes to PlayStation and Xbox Series X titles. So if you add up 
This is just free Call of Duty games. They're going to be rolling over uh, potentially StarCraft and some other games, Diablo. So those are some other things that could roll over from this that become free to play. But this is a huge transaction, guys, because the Call of Duty franchise, one of the most profitable, biggest franchises has been basically bought out by Microsoft, who already owns Sky, the Elder Scrolls franchise and Bethesda and Fallout series. So this is a huge transaction that has a lot of excitement behind it that's really going to lead us down a road of having some great stuff. So first off, to summarize it, free games. And even more games are going to be made because they're going to really have an interest to make more games. I feel like Activision has been kind of static as of late. They haven't created as many games. They've created a lot of DLC, but not a lot of new games. And then the, the uh, failed Diablo launch, Diablo 2 remake, launch is kind of what also led up to this that did not launch well with a lot of different issues and they did not sell well i would assume and that's kind of what led to this transaction and also that cultural thing that was going on all the major issues at the company and then we had the call of duty is free to play on mobile so maybe they even more dlc packs more different things that microsoft can pull down maybe they want to get xbox game pass more along the lines of mobile and getting more mobile game packs. So if you have Xbox Game Pass, maybe you get more DLC packs monthly on the mobile version of Call of Duty. That is one thing that could come from this. So a lot of great stuff. I think the only downside is this could lead to platform-specific releases, which would hurt PlayStation, but PlayStation already does their own platform-specific releases. So a little bit different strategy by Microsoft. They're trying to basically get people in for low cost with their Xbox Game Pass and they're also trying to buy up gaming companies that have the resources and technical skills to create games and really good IPs versus PlayStation, which has created its own IPs throughout the past. So it'll be interesting to see how the system wars basically pan out this generation because this is a big acquisition that really flips it on Microsoft's side of having an advantage in this generation and being able to really come up with some great content for gamers now we'll just have to see exactly what comes from this from a gaming perspective long term is microsoft going to increase their xbox game pass to say 18 dollars a month versus the 15 i don't know that might be something they have to do to remain profitable from this perspective with xbox game pass but that's not a thing that could necessarily happen microsoft does have deep pockets they may just want to get more people onto their xbox game pass so that's one thing that's going to change. But in the end, guys, this means more games for many gamers. And why would gamers not want to have more games? And I think when it comes right down to it, having more games and more opportunity to create great games is another benefit here. And I think the new, I think they're going to create new types of games. Maybe we get a Star Wars Call of Duty because the engine would work really well with Star Wars. With their partnership already with Electronic Arts, they could even expand upon this and have a Star Wars with Call of Duty that could really lead it down that road. And again, more games, more properties to come out. And the development teams of Microsoft can really bring this to fruition. Microsoft has already the technical skills, already has a lot of stuff going for them to be able to create this stuff. And we could even get intertwined franchises like Call of Duty and Halo come together. I know that sounds absolutely crazy, but it may be something that could definitely lead to some innovative type DLC packs at the very least that kind of intermingle their franchises like a Fallout character in Call of Duty or 
or something else. So we could see intermingling of assets go into their different games, especially if, as we get more into that metaverse philosophy. So this is really almost a lineup for the metaverse in some aspects and what they're trying to do to be able to round out characters because they have some really good characters right now from these acquisitions from Bethesda and now Blizzard Activision. So they're really set. But I would love, and this is just a wish list, guys. I would love to be able to see a Star Wars Call of Duty. And I feel like this would be a very easy thing to make and something that would last a long time because they could just roll out like Warzone, all these new packs of different characters. And that would be something I would actually pay for. I know that sounds crazy, but everyone has their own things they'd probably pay for in a digital world. Well, Star Wars, you got me there. We could even go the lines of Star Trek, but I don't know. Star Trek is a little bit different sell. I don't know if they have the right tech there. But also we saw Bethesda trying to make that space game. So we'll see what happens here. They have a lot on their play with these game companies. But the nice thing is they're game companies that they have acquired that are already working on projects. And and I don't know what project they that kind of pushed this over the edge for Microsoft to want to buy this. But that's also an interesting thing here too. I'm sure mainly it is Call of Duty and the profitability potential of the Call of Duty franchise, having it on Xbox Game Pass, solidifying Xbox Game Pass even further. I I just think Xbox Game Pass has everything going for it right now from a financial perspective and now these acquisitions. From the long-term view, Microsoft is ready to play. I almost think Microsoft's taking this long-term view to really just dominate the gaming industry, um, at least from here. Um, Maybe you got your Nintendo and your PlayStations out there. But yes, PlayStation has a little bit run for its money right now and trying to react. They're not necessarily um, going forward. They're having to react to these movements by Microsoft and what they're doing. And obviously, having Call of Duty banner under your name as Microsoft is a huge thing. So maybe we get these cross-platform things where Call of Duty brings in a lot of different assets, kind of like Team Fortress does. So we could see something like that from Microsoft using the Call of Duty engine. The nice thing about the Call of Duty engine, it's a lot easier for Microsoft to make the Star Wars games. It's a lot easier to do stuff because that engine has been proven to create cinematic campaigns every year and because they figured out that process cycle. So we could see a lot of branching off stuff here. I'm not saying we're going to see a Skyrim Call of Duty, but we'll definitely see maybe potentially a Star Wars one or even a using some of those assets to bring into Halo to kind of up their production time. Obviously, Halo would have a different type of feel to it, so I don't know exactly how they would do that, but having a new engine like the Call of Duty engine was a major thing. So guys, what do you guys think on this transaction? This is a big major transaction with Microsoft buying up Activision Blizzard. I don't know if there's anything better that Microsoft could have done, but this is a pretty good deal for Microsoft. Um, I, I think this will end up being very good for Microsoft and very good for gamers, at least in the short term. Long term, we'll see how their pricing plans occur with Xbox Game Pass and other things. So in the end, guys, to summarize, you get free games, more games. This is going to make the culture better at Activision Blizzard. We all know what's going on there. Uh, Call of Duty, free-to-play, we'll have more DLCs, maybe cross-plays between different games and new assets. Uh, platform specific is the only issue and then in the end more games for gamers at a cheaper price and i think that's always a good thing as always guys hit that like and sub game to next gen video game theory and we'll see you on the flip side make sure you comment what you think 
Hey, what's up, YouTubers? Today we're going to talk about God of War and the PC Max settings and how it compares to the PlayStation versions of years past when this game come, came out. We're going to talk about the high-res textures, the particle effects, the lighting, and show how this game has aged very well. And that extra time that they put into this game really made a difference. First off, when you get into the new God of War on PC, and if you have a very good PC on Max settings you're going to notice the high-resolution textures in 4K. It does make a difference with this game. While it's not groundbreaking, you can tell they did update it and make sure those textures looked very nice in 4K, and that has made a difference with the new God of War game. Additionally, the particle effects have been updated to be even more particly. You're going to see more things such as snow coming off the ground, indentions, and other types of effects that have been updated to show a little bit more detail. While this does not look groundbreaking and compared to the PlayStation versions, it does add a little extra detail that the PC can handle versus a PlayStation, especially if you're on a higher-powered PC. You're going to notice the most difference. Next, the lighting is the biggest difference when it comes to God of War on the PC if you're playing on the Mac settings. The lighting, as we all know, is the main graphical enhancement that's been going on throughout the past years with ray tracing and other graphical settings that can update games. And you will realize that it looks really good. The lighting in God of War PC looks phenomenal. It is the set-apart difference, basically, in this crossover to the PC that does make it a look a lot better than the PlayStation. While again, it's not groundbreaking because the PlayStation did a very good job of running this game. It looks absolutely amazing with the lighting and the lighting updates are something worth getting this game over because it looks that good. And this game has aged very well. We can tell that because the PlayStation version looked good and so does this PC version, but it's not like a huge leap. It doesn't need to be a huge leap in graphics, and I think that's a good thing, and I think that shows that we've reached an era where graphics aren't everything necessarily, but that little extra oomph in graphics does make a difference to make this a game that you'd want to purchase on PC many years later after the first game came out. So while it's not a groundbreaking remaster or anything like that, it does show that the game has aged very well because the game still looks great, yet it hasn't been hugely graphically updated. Now that extra time, I know the PC, moving into PC is a very big deal, and it takes a lot of time for companies to do this. Well, this is a flawless PC release, so they spent that extra time getting this game on over to PC. It wasn't just like a one, two, three step, and I think that did make the difference. A lot of people were saying, well, why didn't you just do it when this game was released? Well, it's because it takes time to get this over. Expect PlayStation to have many more ports to PC in the near future. But I do think it's smart just to kind of delay it a little bit, then release it a little bit later. I do not expect PlayStation to put God of War on PC for, with the PlayStation because they want to sell PlayStation units. Then they'll do it a little bit after by updating the graphics and doing some other things there. The thing is, as PlayStation puts more games on PC, they're going to get better at it. And the graphics are just going to get that much better. So they'll be able to add more tweaks and things like that. So in summary... High-res textures make the PC version on max settings absolutely amazing in the 4K. Particle effects are a huge difference. And the lighting, guys. The lighting is where it's at on the PC version on max settings. If you have a RTX 3090, you are going to be rocking it. And it's aged very well.
And that extra time they put into this game has made an incredible difference when it comes to this. So as you can see, guys, you definitely, definitely worth getting this. Uh, on a, Definitely worth, from a graphical perspective, they've done some updates. But it just is a game that's aged well, and it's going to be a classic for many more years. Now that it's on PC, it's open to a wider audience, and that's the main thing. Alright guys, hit that like or subscribe button to Next Gen Video Game Theory, and I'll see you guys on the flip side.